0: You're listening to the Fitness Essentials Podcast, powered by Essential of Athletics, the podcast for people just like you, looking for the best fitness, sports performance, strength, and conditioning information possible. From strength gain to fat loss, rehab to prehab, sports to lifestyle, the Fitness Essentials Podcast has everything. Remember, not only to subscribe to this podcast, but also check out our Essential of Athletics YouTube channel for more exciting information-packed videos and workout advice, training tips, exercise techniques, and so much more. Welcome to the Fitness Essentials Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Fitness Essentials Podcast, a podcast for everybody, or for, as I say, well, I should say, not everybody, but everybody, and for first-time listeners to the Fitness Essentials Podcast, this is a podcast created for the awesome members of the Essentials of Athletics Gym in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia, but also for fitness and health-loving people of the world, and we're going to cover it all on this podcast. We're still new, but we're going to cover everything from weight loss to muscle gain to sports performance to living longer and better. Today, I got a great episode coming up for you. It's a fun one. I've been working on it for a little while, and it is called Eat Less, Feel Full, and we're going to be talking about that in a few minutes, lots of little tips and hacks and little Little tidbits of information to help you to eat less yet feel full, which is so important. But before we get to that, I would just like to remind you guys that if you do live in the Vancouver, Burnaby area, come check out the gym, Essential Athletics. We have strict COVID-19 protocols in place, but that doesn't mean we are not open and we even have small group training or SGT. By the way, if you ever hear me say SGT, that just means small group training. Training usually of no more than about six people, I believe is pretty much capped that right now. And usually small group training as opposed to fitness. So, fitness classes are usually like you think of 20, 30 people. Um, small group training is usually much more, a um, lot, lot, lot less people. So, it's going get a lot more one on one attention. Of course, saying that we do have one on one. And speaking of one on one, We are just putting the finishing touches. I'm so excited on this. On our Get Fit Now Men Over 40 and Women Over 30 Body and Health Transformation Packages. We do have some online, pure online versions coming for those of you listening anywhere out in the entire world. If you're listening to this in Shanghai, you're listening to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to this in the middle of Bangkok. We will have that program coming to you. But for now, we're working on our hybrid program. With that, you get in-gym training with an EOA coach, a customized fitness program. These are 12 weeks long, by the way, all these programs. You get our Get Fit Now health and fitness hard copy booklet. You get many neat activities, non exercise non exercise activity, thermogenesis activities, which are so important. You've probably heard me talk about those if you listen to this podcast, including mini primes, mobility, and abs, little mini workouts as well that don't take longer than 10 minutes all of them are 10 minutes or less of course you're going to get nutritional guidance you're going to get the video tutorials covering nutrition what is it nutrition sleep stress and building success spaces there's a couple audio tracks you're going to get as well gender specific supplement guides created specifically for men over 40 and women over 30 with the help of our well i should say with the help of my holistic nutritionist she helped me with that um specific lifestyle trackers so these are lifestyle program trackers which we call LATS which are lifestyle accountability tracking sheets you're gonna get those your coach will go over that with you and of course you get your choice of either two in-gym Thai bodywork sessions or online one-on-one yoga sessions with a certified yoga teacher founder of Ahina Yoga and Thai body master instructor and therapist. Now, to take advantage of all of that, just send us a DM through our EOA Instagram or visit our website at www.essentialsofathletics.com. And while we're also talking, here, just before I get on to today's episode, a reminder to check out our YouTube channel. I think we got a, we got a few videos on there now. We're adding them slowly, but uh, we're trying to add at least one every couple of weeks. So The goal would be to add more as we go, but I got an, an excellent one out this week. Unloaded carry, so it kind of goes into everything about loaded carries, so definitely make sure you check that out because that one uh, was a lot of fun to film and loaded carries are one of my favorite things to do. So if you're not doing loaded carries, maybe you are doing loaded carries, but you want to learn a lot more about them, make sure you check out that video and you can go to YouTube and just look at Essentials of Athletics. You just type that in, it'll pop up. We don't have one of those personalized URLs yet because we don't have enough followers. So if you go on there, please subscribe and hit the like button because I think we need at least 30 people Something like that before we can even get a personalized one if they haven't even changed that rule to more. I'm not sure. But today, like I said, we are talking about eating less and feeling full and many ways to do that because here's the thing. Why is this so important? Because, with all the the carnivore, the keto, the paleo, the vegan, the Mediterranean, the Mediterranean, the, Mediterranean, the if it fits your macros, the pescatarian, the grapefruit diet, whatever diet is out there, you got the superfood diets, you got dessert food diet. The best diets overall to help you with maintaining a healthy, Weight and even living longer are lower calorie diets. It's as simple as that. The lower calorie diets are the ones that work the best and pretty much will forever work the best. Now, that's up to a point. I'm not telling you to eat low cal, but at the end of the day, energy. Energy in, calories in versus calorie out is the key important goal. Now, one of the problems with lower calorie diets, though, you know, is that it's the people feeling hungry. They're just hungry, and we don't being hungry and trying to be on a lower, you know, or lower at least somewhat restrictive calorie diet. Those are two things that don't go well together. It tends to make people cranky. But there's lots of things we can do to help us feel full while making sure that we stay within a calorie deficit or what even you know if we're at a good weight a calorie neutral uh, area zone so before i get to all my many many tips on there i want to talk about just a few of the big bigger rocks right so number one is to be honest most of your meals are just not big enough You know, a lot of people try to do these five, six meal things a day. You don't need to do that. Now, we'll talk about that in a minute with protein. Now, sometimes, depending on your size and depending on your protein needs, you may need more to eat more protein than just three times a day. I'll just use myself as an example. So I am about 200 pounds, basically. So I aim for about 190 to 200 grams of protein per day. That's what I aim for. Now, for me to do that in three meals, that would be, what's 200? i trap myself here because I'm terrible at math in my head. 200 divided by three, what's that, about 666? That's, that's, that's a lot more protein. <laughs> I don't have my calculator near me. I screwed myself right here. But that's, yeah, that's about 66 or so. Was that, about 66 grams of protein or so? um per meal so i got 60 plus 60 would be 120 180 so yes, yeah, about 66 grams of protein per meal roughly a little bit too much um most of the studies have shown that you know your meal basically at a meal your max protein for you know for, especially for like say a you know a bigger guy or more muscles going to be probably capped at about that 50 grams um so eating 66 you know 70 grams per meal is probably ju- just a little bit too much so I will have usually an extra protein uh, snack uh, or an extra protein injection, we can call it. I don't really want to call it a meal because it's, it's not a meal. And, yeah, so just an extra protein injection a couple times through the day between meals. But most people's meals are just not big enough. They eat breakfast. Maybe it's a tiny breakfast, you know, because you're on the go. But within two hours, you're hungry again. And then it's come time for snacking, right? So just have a decent sized breakfast decent sized lunch and a decent sized dinner and preferably it'd be like this really breakfast or lunch depending on where you where you fall in that philosophy but most of the most of the research is shown and most of the traditions i'm talking chinese medicine ayurvedic medicine their traditional european sort of wisdom is you know there's the old eat like a king at breakfast a queen or a prince at lunch and a pauper at dinner in ayurvedic medicine lunch is the biggest meal of the day but most of them agree that the dinner should be a little bit smaller. So eat a bigger breakfast and a bigger lunch. But most people would just say they're just not eating enough. And that's why they feel hungry throughout the day. Now, saying that, there's a couple, you know, getting make sure you're getting in enough fiber. Fiber just makes you feel full. And I believe for guys, it's about 30 grams a day. And women's around 22 to 25. But it's a significant amount of fiber that we want to make sure we're getting in in the day. And we're going to be doing that right through Whole Foods and eating fiber rich food. So making sure that you're getting your fiber in there is going to really help you feel full. Now, another nutrient that is going to help you feel full is protein. Whenever I sit with clients, we talk about their nutrition, they are significantly, significantly under, every single time, I would say 100% of the time, they are under in Protein. I've sat with guys where they're at maybe 60 grams of protein a day, yet they're, you know, they're off their training, maybe they're doing CrossFit, they're doing these full out fitness classes, whatever it is they're doing, they are just not eating nearly enough protein for just their lean mass and for their activity and for their goals. So prioritizing protein and making sure and i well i guess we could call it prioritizing protein prioritizing fiber should be two of the biggest things you're going to be focusing on and then the next thing you'd want to be doing focusing on is water Right, Your body has had this evolutionary adaptation where it's not very good at separating from when it's thirsty and when it's hungry. So making sure you're getting enough water, not to mention water just makes you feel more full. So try making sure you're drinking enough water a day, And that's where I have a bad, um, which we talk about that as we get to a little bit later, how you can maybe solve that if that's one of your bads. So those are a few big things. And the last one is a habit, right? So before we get to all the little tricks, little tacks and all that sort of stuff is bad just bad eating habits are you eating because you're bored a lot of people suffer from that they just eat when they're bored or they have bad eating habits such as snacking or eating you know probably not the best food choices at night and i fall in there for me every night it's between about 7:30 and 8:30 p.m. i don't know what it is i guess it's cuz i eat my dinner fairly early um I just, I so said, I just want to eat a snack when we're watching TV sometimes. And, and it's, it's, it's not good. Cause it's not, it's not like, I don't like, you know, I'm not like going, Oh boy, I could go for a chicken breast right now. It's like, I like, Oh, those chocolate covered almonds are kind of calling me or what what a couple bites of ice cream really hurt. And I realized partially it's because it's just boredom. Cause it's just like, to be honest, at eight o'clock, I'm not a big nighttime person. I find nighttime boring. Um, but, you know you're just kind of watching boring stuff on t v even movies i just I just really don't care a lot about them that much, so it just tends to be a little bit bored. I try not to do a lot of work a couple hours before bed because I like my wind down time but yeah just I guess you're just sitting there you're just kind of watching tv you're sitting around and you just kind of want to eat so that 's for me i 've realized that for me that 's seven thirty to about eight thirty p m that one hour for me is a really bad area. And I'll talk about some of the solutions I have to that because I, I talk about this um, near the end there, what, I'm, what I've been trying to do about that lately. So let's talk now then. Now that we got those big things covered, let's talk about where a whole bunch of the issues we have and some of the things that we can do. Number one, know or cut down significantly on your liquid calories. Liquid calories are huge, particularly smoothies, with just so many ingredients' like I know a lot of you a lot of you probably work downtown. you go to Body Energy Club, which is the the, the very famous you know supplement store around here, and you may get their chunky monkey whatever they throw a ice cream scoop I believe now it 's been a long time since I worked there, but it 's like an ice cream scoop of peanut butter in there. You know how many calories, like you need like a teaspoon of peanut butter. Of course, a teaspoon isn't going to make it taste like peanut butter though, right? Because it's full of chocolate and peanut butter. You know, you got the Starbucks big caramel latte macchiatos, the black and whites, uh, you know, sugar coffee with three creams, three sugars, whatever it is. But soda pop, one of the biggest calorie issues we face in the modern world today above all else is liquid calories, Slurpees, soda pop, and just those big, fancy cappuccino drinks. And I'll even put smoothies in that department. When you sit down and eat fruit, if you think about it, Like, you might have a couple berries, you might have a couple strawberries. When you make a smoothie, what goes in there? All of a sudden, there's like six or seven strawberries in there, a cup of blueberries. And it's just crazy that you put in, because it's liquid, you can put in there so much more and you can drink it. So you can drink like five or six servings of fruits very easily that you would not eat. So, really, cut down on liquid calories. Drink. Black tea, black coffee, add a little bit of milk, maybe add a sugar. I don't know whether you're an artificial sweeteners or not, you know, use them if you are, but if you're not, that's great. I'm not I'm really not myself, Well, occasionally, um, but you know, I just, based pretty much my coffee, when I was in high school, my coffee was a, a medium double double, that was my thing. And then I went to, then I went to two cream, one sugar, and I've just cut out the sugar for years now. And another one I did is I used to drink, and even though it's no calories, I used to drink a lot of, uh, when I lived in Thailand in particular, I used to drink a lot of Pepsi Max. Actually, back in high school, I was, one of my nicknames was Pepsi because I used to drink so much Diet Pepsi and then Pepsi Max. Um, but I just, I just cut it out and I just drank soda water, which we'll talk about a little later. But if you're drinking regular soda... All I can say to you is like, you know, maybe at least think about diet soda, but think about some other, maybe even healthier options of that. Because I'm still not a big fan of artificial sweeteners, but definitely the calories in our drinks is a big one. Um, the, now some of these are going to be like really weird and some of them are going to be like more logical, like the one I just said, but eating with your left hand. We can put that one on the little more strange side, but eating with your left hand is going to force you to eat slower. So, try just eating a meal just today, just for fun. Just try eating a meal with your left hand. It takes what they say about 20 minutes or so for the brain to recognize it's full. So, just by eating with your left hand, you're going to eat slower. Now, you can also look into, um, you know, even though I'm not a big fan of it, intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting, the reason it's been shown to work mostly in the research is just because people just tend to eat less calories when they are intermittent fasting. If you're only giving yourself eight hours to eat, people just tend to eat less calories. So you may want to try intermittent fasting. Now saying that, most of the research has shown that If you are going to, say, intermittent fast, what you should be doing is what I call more circadian fasting where we're getting back to that Ayurvedic sort of traditional way where it's eating in the earlier part of the day and cutting out your eating later. So maybe having that dinner by 4 or 5 o'clock. So try to keep your food towards the earlier parts of the day um, where people actually tend to make healthier choices anyways. It's night times where people seem to fail a lot. So... Keep your foods in the the earlier parts of the day and cut them out early. And you're probably going to, A, make better food choices, but B, it's just going to work better as well. And it's going to help you even with your sleep. Now, next is eating a lot of soups and particularly broth soups, water-based soups. When you go over to Asia, you know, many places like India, quite often, but particularly in Asia, you are going to get a lot of water-based broth soups, you know, pho, um, you know, beef soup, noodle soups. You're just going to realize that, that water just fills you and it's got so many less calories in those big creamy soups. Like I would take a typical water soup, like a water-based broth-based soup, any day over something like a cream-based clam chowder. So start having start your meals more with some soup, something even as simple as a miso soup. Um, so really think about doing that. The next one I got now, this is what I got today, because I've I cut out pasta for quite a while. Because for me, pasta was just I could just eat so much of it, but What I've started doing is I buy this um, black bean or edamame pasta. Now, first thing I do is I measure out a serving size um, so I know what I need. But the thing is about it, in a serving size, it's basically got 19 grams of protein and 8 or 10 grams of fiber in it. So it's got a lot of fiber and a lot of protein. So... Just overall, it's a much better choice for pasta. Like I said, the first thing I do is I figured out, okay, how much is my serving of pasta? But then a lot of the nutrients, like a lot of the calories in that actually does come from fiber, which is really good. And then, like I said, the protein. So you're gonna eat less of that pasta. Now with that, I want you to start looking into making your own homemade marinara sauces. And there's some really Easy recipes out there. So I think I got one here I can share with you. Yeah. So here's one I can share with you. So look look at this one. Um, and I've made this one before. This simple sugar-free tomato sauce is an instant, elegant finish to any meats. So listen to these ingredients that you're gonna hear no sugar, no BS in here. It's two large garlic cloves, one small onion, one can of plum tomatoes, whole peeled with juice half a cup of red wine you can even cut that down a little bit if you want one large pinched crushed red pepper flakes two teaspoons of italian seasoning two tablespoons of basil leaves salt and pepper uh, place the garlic and onion in a processor place the tomatoes in a large pot with the onion mixture add the wine flakes and all, all the spices bring to boil reduce and heat simmer for 15 minutes remove from heat and place in blender with the basil Process to a chunky puree. Let's look at the calories in that. Okay. So, uh, serving size is about four ounces. Calories, 24 fat, basically none. Carbohydrates, five fiber, two protein, one, right? So, darn good recipe versus say something like a crappy hunts tomato sauce. Really? The second or third ingredient is uh, sugar. Next tip is be mindful when you eat. Don't eat in front of the TV. Don't eat while you're busy and playing around with your phone. Sit down, turn the TV off, put the phone down and just enjoy your meal while you're focusing on it be mindful of the food you're eating enjoy every bite what did they say take that 30 or 20 or 30 bites whatever it is i can't remember how many it is for your food but i want you to do this just double the amount of times you chew every single bite okay and that is going to help you now earlier i talked about water so like I said, drinking more water, but if you're not a big water person, there's a few hacks around it, right? So one of my things I love to do is I got, I've i got a pitcher here at home and I have flavored water. So one of the things that I really loved when I used to live in Jakarta, Indonesia, is we used to go to this restaurant that was above the gym I used to work out there. And they had this delicious cucumber mint water where they just took slices of cucumber and fresh from the garden mint. And they just threw it in and it was so delicious. Every time I drink that, uh, instantly I'm sitting back in that cafe in Jakarta. Another thing that I drink a lot of is just plain soda water. I just get one of those, what's that machine called? the uh, soda they got the soda makers you can get soda stream whatever it's called i got one of those and it's great and then you know i've said if i want some flavoring in it i can add in a drop a couple of berries in or just shoot in some shots of lemon or lime juice a uh, little bit sometimes i'll add in just a little tiny bit of say Pink Himalayan or sea salt just gives it a little brings up that flavor a little bit, It gives it an extra little bite. But really get yourself into water, be it flavored water, soda water, whatever. Next thing is have set meal times. One of the things I lived in Asia, and one of the things that we have is set meal times. Breakfast is at this hour. Lunch is at this hour. You're in Thailand, Bangkok, all of a sudden that 12 o'clock bell hits. The markets are packed. There's a breakfast time, a lunch time and a dinner time. Try to have set meal times and try your best to, to stick to them. And like I said, if you can, try to have that dinner, uh, you know as early as possible, but definitely not eating within two hours of going to bed. Sleep is pretty much on par with healthy nutrition, daily physical activity and exercise when it comes to, as I say, living stronger, longer and better. But the quality of that bed you're spending years and years on is also stupid important. This is why my number one choice for the best bed period comes in, and that is Balancer Doss Beds from the Green Bed Store right here in West Coast, Canada. Now many people have zero idea that many beds on the market are made with harsh chemicals, excessive metal and chemically treated materials. VOCs, polyurethane, petroleum-based foam, artificial latex, formaldehyde, cheap plastics like vinyl rubber, to uber toxic flame retardants, but not Balancer DOS. A bed designed for you with five layers of wellness features a handmade 100% natural and untreated virgin sheep wool cover. The mattress itself, a natural Talalay latex, containing no chemicals, no synthetics, no metal EMF amplifying springs, and no off-gassing, with a removable and washable certified organic cotton cover to protect the mattress, which, FYI, features a dual flex core that comes in three layers, Two firm and one soft, meaning you can choose between soft or medium sides. The bed features 100% natural and untreated Canadian Aspen wood tri-slots which are held together by a natural cotton band along with natural Talalay latex strips. And all of this sitting on top of handmade real Canadian and American wooden bed frames in your choice of aspirin, cherry or maple, finished with an all-natural eco-wax sleep is nothing to cheap out on so get into a balancer dos bed with the green bed store today and for listeners of this podcast you'll receive a free 100 percent cotton british batting duvet size to the bed you order with the retail value of up to 349 dollars by using the exclusive code FEP 2021, that's the letters FEP as in Fitness Essentials Podcast, followed by the number 2021, no spaces, when you check out at www.thegreenbedstore.com, the link is in the show notes below. Sleep well, sleep smart, with a bed that's good for you, as it is for the planet. So now I mentioned this a few minutes ago, but I'm going to talk about it. Let's go to a little bit more detail is tracking stress or not even so much tracking stress, but tracking those hunger triggers, trying to figure out where do your hunger to what is causing them. So as I mentioned, for me, mine tends to be that 730 to about 830, maybe even 730 to 9pm boredom. Now, is there somebody, is there a particular person that stresses you out? Is there, is there some kind of job you do every day that stresses you out? Maybe you have to go into emails and you hate it and they stress you out. And the only thing you can think of is, you know, turning around to candy or junk food. Figure out what is it that are these stressors or these triggers that are making you go for junk foods and figure out ways to mitigate them. And that the way is going to be entirely up to you because I don't know what those triggers are. But for me, I know mine is that 7.30 to 9.30 window. And like I said, I'm going to talk about what I do to do there uh, to help with that. Now, next one is eating spicy foods. Spicy foods just make you feel more full. They just do. Trust me, I've lived in... China. I've lived in Taiwan. I've lived in Indonesia. I've lived in Thailand. I've eaten a lot of spicy food. And when you have something that's really hot and spicy, you are just going to eat less. I don't know. There's a chemical in it. Can't remember what it is, but it just makes you feel more full. So having spices in your food is so important. And I talk about this, you know, in my coaching with clients where I have my shift principles, which is spices, herbs, infusion, fragrance, and taste. How to get more spices and more low calorie flavorings, but particularly using spices. Not they don't have to be hot spices, but using spices and herbs more in your food to a Add flavoring, which we'll get to that in a minute, but to add flavoring without adding the calories. And I'll tell you a couple of my favorites in a moment. Um, Low-cal or no-cal snacking, right? I am not a big fan of snacking. I really don't think you need it a lot, especially if you follow what I said before about some of those tips about the fiber, about the protein, um, about what was it, the setting the meal times and figuring out what your triggers are. But if you are going to have snacks, then figure out some really lower calorie versions. And we do snack here sometimes. So one of my favorite snacks is actually a shrimp ring. Uh, We have these little shrimp rings that we'll have. And sometimes we have that for a little protein snack. Another one we do is a veggies with hummus. I remember I was looking at I compared say the hummus to some of the different veggie dips compared to some of the different egg dips and all that sort of stuff or egg not, yeah, eggplant dips and the one the hummus just had half to more than half the calories of most of the other dips and I enjoy them just as much so having low calorie snacks if you're going to be having snacks, another good one that I have is uh these really good they're called um they're they're protein bars by the company's called I believe it's Iron Vegan, and there these sprouted protein bars where I think they're 19 grams. Don't quote me on that for sure, but it's about 19 grams of fiber in one bar, yet they taste really good. So having maybe one of those to half one of those can also be a really good snack as well. So make sure the snacks that you do have access to, whether it's at your work or in your house, are low calorie and something that you enjoy. Uh, the next one is... This is a very simple one, yet most people screw this one up a lot. And that is just don't add more fats. When you're cooking, you don't need to add fats. Like, for instance, I'll give you an example. Here's a really stupid example. Most people, when they are making fried eggs, now an egg, on average, already has 6 grams of fat per yolk. So we're talking about 12 grams of fat in 2 eggs. Right? There's more fat calories in eggs than protein calories, just FYI. But most people will add, you know, Butter to that, or even like to even the health conscious people, they'll add coconut oil, or they'll add olive oil to the pan. You don't need to. Go get yourself a decent, healthy, like maybe a nice ceramic nonstick pan, and just throw a little bit of water in it, and you can fry your egg just on the water. You don't need to add extra calories. There's so many when and I'm and I'm guilty of this. Back when I used to make pasta a long time ago, right? That's why one of the reasons I gave a pasta is because I was like I can't get this pasta thing figured out. And I'd have the pasta with the whole grain, but I use the tomato sauce. And then, think, oh. and then I'd have the meat sauce in it. So you already have a bunch of ground pork or ground you know, beef, which is already, right. even the lean ground beef is still very fatty. Oh, but you got to add that, you know, that tablespoon of heart healthy olive oil. Just don't. Don't add any extra fats to anything. You, You really, for the most part, don't need to. Now saying that. Is olive oil good for you? Yes, but then what I should have said is, okay, then I need to have something that is really lean in my pasta. Basically, what I should have done is this. I wanted to make a better, you know, heart healthy pasta. I should have said, okay, I'm gonna use a really measured out, probably higher fiber, like one of the better pastas, like my edamame pasta, along with a marinara sauce and having some white fish or some maybe even the, we wanna make it more real. A really good quality chicken breast then adding in a tablespoon of olive oil versus adding in that olive oil on top of the already fatty um you know uh, beef plus some people you'll throw parmesan cheese in there next thing you know people just adding fats but fats just add up so quickly and so fast I can't even remember. Let me me just take a quick look here while we're talking. So let's look up just the calories in a tablespoon. Cal's in one tablespoon of olive oil. And this is one tablespoon. Most people just dump it on, right? 120 calories in one tablespoon of olive oil. So 120. Now let's say Cal's in one bagel. 245 calories in a bagel. So you're basically, so what did I say a minute ago? 120. So half the, so big, you might as well be eating, when you're putting in one tablespoon of olive oil, you might as well just be adding an additional half, cutting a bagel in half and eating half of a bagel. So that's how quickly those fats add up. So one of the easiest things you can do is just really mitigate your fats. So if you're gonna add heart healthy and healthy fats, then you really gotta cut back. On the any other fats that may be present in that food. Same thing goes for salad dressings, right? A lot of people will have a salad, sometimes they'll throw in a, a hard-boiled egg in there. Okay, well, you get that. Plus then they add on the, the sauce on top of that. Well, that egg, you know, like I mentioned earlier, already had six grams of fat. And if you're throwing a little shredded cheese on there, well, then it's got some fat. You're adding this the sauce on there, that's got more food. So switching to just like a vinaigrette sauce, right? So adding fats is probably one of the biggest mistakes I see a lot of people do. This is the thing. Processed foods like to add a lot of sugar. People home cooking like to add a lot of fat. So just keep that in mind. Now, getting back to what I was talking about a little bit, I kind of touched on this somewhere, Uh, flavor foolers, right? So think of adding things. cinnamon has a sweet flavor to it. So you can use cinnamon maybe to add some flavor to a coffee versus adding some sugar. Brewer's yeast tastes like cheese. You can add that to Mexican dishes or pasta. Um, You can do things like using Greek yogurt in the place of sour cream, less calories, um, more probiotics, right? Greek yogurt is more protein. So overall, Greek yogurt tastes the exact same, at least in my opinion, as sour cream pretty much, except much lower calorie and has a much more basically nutrients in it and beneficial things for you than Greek yogurt. So there, like, oh, that's right. I was talking about one the water. So my shift principles, right? So adding, like I said, the cucumber, the mint, adding some berries, adding in uh, some well, if your water, keep some water in your fridge, drop a mandarin orange in there. Add some low-calorie to no-calorie natural flavors. If you have a soda water, like I said, squeeze in some lemon-lime. Start thinking of ways you can, like I said, the cinnamon in your coffee. Add some, if you want. If you like mochas, then try doing some just basic cocoa powder, like the real cocoa powder, which is just all just fiber. Uh, maybe a little bit of stevia in there. Make yourself some like healthier hot chocolates. Even do things like, even though I'll still have basically powdered hot chocolate nowadays, but what I do is I use one-third of what they suggest. I in a tablespoon of cocoa and I add in a teaspoon of cinnamon. And I still get a really chocolatey drink, but with literally one-third of the sugar that it would have in it if I was to make the way that the package tells me to make it. Um, I mentioned earlier about... Um, using marinara instead of sauces, but also you can use marinates. So, have marinated meat instead of sauces. We use our home air fryer a lot, and what we'll do is we'll marinate our chicken, we'll marinate our meats in sauces, you know, in marination sauces like ter- teriyaki or whatever, and, or, and then we place them into the fryer versus using a bunch of sticky sauces. So, marineras are really good. On top of that, using smaller plate sizes, they've even shown the colors. So I'll just give you an example, really interesting. Let's say I'm eating a red pasta, and you give me a red plate and a blue plate. People that are eating a red pasta will put more pasta on their plate if it's a red plate than they will if it's a blue plate. Colored foods that are the same color as a plate... You'll tend to eat more. So if you have a white plate, for instance, you'll put more mashed potatoes on it, whatever whatever it's going to be, right? So think about not so much, let's not get too much into the color psychology of plates, but keep that in mind that even the color can affect it. But just using smaller plates, traditionally up to about the 70s or so, the average North American plate was about nine inches, which it still is over in Asia and a lot of parts of older Europe. But here in the West, ours tend to be about 11 inches, and a restaurant's about 13 inches. So use smaller plates and you're just going to get smaller serving sizes. And then of course, you have pro- just portion control. And I did a really interesting video myself on my own um, Instagram, if you ever want to check it out Rural Alexander where I showed how to use an Indian tali plate. So that's on Instagram and on my YouTube, using an Indian tolly plate to how I teach my clients proper serving sizes. You can order those on Amazon and I'll follow that video. And that is really gonna teach you about portion control because basically what an Indian tally plate is, it's kind of a tray and it's got these different areas. So there's this big space where you put in all your greens and this little space off to the side where your lean protein would go and these three smaller spaces that fit your complex carbohydrate. Then you got the middle one, which could be for say your condiments or your little extras, your little bit of cheese, a little bit of sauces, and then your middle of the road vegetables, I call them off to the sides, just carrots, your peas, your beans, kind of those ones that are higher calorie, but still not high calorie, right? Those middle of the roads. They're not as low calorie as say leafy greens, but they're also not as high calorie as your starches. So portion control is a really big one. So a few tips, like I said, I did, um, you could also do things, so this is the things that I do that I've that have helped me. And like I said, when it comes to that 7 8 o'clock at night, what I realize when I'm getting hungry and I want to eat some of the junk, what I'll do is I just jump down onto the floor and I'll just do like 10 or 20 sit-ups. And for some reason, I guess that just from the old just the old fitness days, I still have it, where I don't want to ruin my exercise with bad foods. A few extra, few sit-ups, and I'm talking like just like ten sit-ups or so. Don't even want to eat that junk food anymore. So that is really on me. So maybe taking a walk, um, taking a walk out there, uh, just doing something. If you're bored, just like I said, for me, it's like connecting that exercise with eating good. So is that a great mind? It's probably not the most awesome minds in the world, but it does help me and it's not really and for me it's not it doesn't affect me negatively in any way. I mentioned before frying eggs in water. Is adding less fat. So think of more things that you can f- just cook using just water versus oil. And another thing you can do, and this is what we do, is if we're having some pancakes, we make pretty healthy pancakes. But what we'll do is we'll have either of two. We have a low-cal syrup, but I'm not a big fan, like I said, of those artificial sweeteners and stuff. But what we can do is we can even water down maple syrup. So we can just water it down a little bit. So you still get that maple syrup flavor and everything, but it's just it's not as thick um and just it's just less calories at the end of the day so that's it guys hope you enjoyed this i'm trying to keep these like i said about 30 minutes we're 38 now so i'm going to end this now hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and we'll be coming at you again very soon